You're now diving into the fish tank. Sitting down with Seth Living, Seth. OJ, Juice, Juice Man, ooh, and this is strictly for them true fans, yeah. golf fans, number one, one. of course y'all, this ain't no ordinary sports talk, I'm up in that fish tank. Welcome back to the fish tank right here on the Miami Dolphins podcast network, Seth Levitt, DJ Priest is in the back of the ones and twos, and my main man OJ McDuffie, Juice, how you doing today man? You know Big Seth, I'm okay man, I almost didn't show up though. You know what I mean? I you got a no show us? Well, you know, this DB that we got in the tank today, man, he had me intimidated <laughs> overnight, man. So I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to show up, man. Maybe Shaking I get it. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, man. So I'm, I'm good, though. I'm here. Well, we've had a run of wideouts. We tried to butter you up before we started bringing guys from the other side of the ball. <laughs> the big in. guys. This is a big dude, so we might as well introduce him without further ado. Sean Smith, welcome <laughs> to the tank, man. How you doing, man? Thanks for having me. Oh, it's great to have you here, man. It's great. So yeah. I see Sean, just like Kendall. You know, yeah. I've been hounding Kendall and until uh, at the park. Right. Because my daughter, she cheers where Kendall coaches and his son plays. Well, Sean's coaching the 10U team, and his son, Santana, is out there playing. And he's probably, again, ducking me like everybody else. But <laughs> he finally agreed to come out. I think he wanted to see Kendall if we fucked with Kendall too much. Right. Or, you know, whether or not he comes. But so after he heard Kendall, you thought you'd come in and check. Yeah, definitely. It was cool. Uh, check it out. See what was going on. I was like, oh, I, I'll go <laughs> so around some fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, well, we're glad that we made it. <laughs> no doubt about it. Let's get it started, man. So you're from Pasadena, California. Yep, born and raised. All-American at Blair High. Blair High. All-American. All-American. Uh, you know, small were school. you All-American? Uh, I was an all- Nah, I can't even okay, say I was an All-American. In any thing. Or any of that. Right. In anything. In anything. No. Right. How the hell, how in the world did you get to Utah, bro? Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he laughed, yeah. Well, I mean, I was heavily recruited out of Pac-10 uh, back then. Um, grades were horrible, like 0. .83. It was like oh, that. Oh, uh, And you were eligible the whole time? We didn't really have a system. I, I, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Show up on Friday to kind of un- unlock the gym, and you just go in there, throw the pads, and play. So, oh, you almost have to work for a .83. I, right? <sighs> Yeah, okay. times was, was so, rough back then. Okay. <laughs> but, um, I did really good on my, uh, I think, SAT or ACT, one of the two. And um, I don't know. You're just smart. You just weren't doing the work. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know who, who pulled some strings, but, you know. Somebody. Somebody did something. Yeah. Utah, I, was like, I think his name probably starts with Coach. But probably yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had to. Had to. That's, that's my guess. Yep. UCLA, UCLA. Once I saw my transcripts, it was over. Wow. So you had all those people coming at you, but they were like, great. Not going that's what I tell my kids all the time. Man. Yeah. Don't let the grades dictate where you go. But it didn't really matter, though. Yeah. He still made his way to where he wanted to be. He day. did it. Yeah. But, like, Utah, that had to be a little bit different than Pasadena, California. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't care about the point eight. Uh, right. At all. At all. Um, it was crazy because I've, I've never seen probably. snow a day in my life. So, on my recruiting trip, it was a little icy. Right. And they were like, it's the most snow you're going to see. And I'm like, okay, that's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First week, it was like a blizzard. Wrong. Right? Oh, I'm out there with an umbrella and all that. Now make your ass go to class. <laughs> it was crazy. Wow. We always had that problem, you know, with Penn State. We get trying to get kids from Florida or California. They come in January and February. Yeah. You know, and there's no snow way in the world. You know, right. these kids that have never seen snow. Are Channing Crowder work. tells yeah. a great story about that. Yeah. Channing was in the tank. And he said, because his his father was an All American at, Penn, at State. Penn State. Yeah. Okay, okay. He said he went to the, he went in like January on his recruiting trip, 
and he said they had a bad party <laughs> and it snowed. And then he went to University of Florida and saw palm trees and sunshine. Yeah, and it was a wrap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you know Crowder. That'll do so, it. Yeah, <laughs> that'll do it. So it, on the whole how in the world thing, you were a tailback in high school? Yeah. yeah and the stats, very O.J. McDuffie-like, you know, 1,500 yards and I think 18, 19 touchdowns your senior year or whatever it might be. You get to Utah, they redshirt you. My guess is some of that maybe was to get the academics under. No. Or, no? Um, I, I could have played as a running back like freshman. I didn't want to be a running back. Like, well, I'm 6'3". Like, stop. Like, enough is enough. Okay. I did one pass blocking drill, and I was like, yeah, this is not it. I'm not blocking nobody. Right, <laughs> so, right. um, I wanted to go to receiver, and um, they didn't want to move me, so we kind of had some conflict. So they registered me, mm. and then I finally convinced them, hey, yo, I'm not hitting them, so yeah. put me a receiver. And we did that, and uh, so that's my registered. Except it's so funny you say that, because like, like you, I was a running back all my life. I got to Penn State. I said, you know what? Nah, I don't. I don't want to be in, in the in the trench anymore. Is I don't want to be in the tackle box anymore. Yeah, I didn't want to be in the tackle box anymore. Let me get outside. You know, really? Yeah, absolutely. I, how many tall running backs were there back then? Well, that's nah, true. Right. Yeah, they I was so big old cool. target. You big target. I was six, what six two two oh five. He's like, I want you to be the next Eddie George. I'm like, Eddie George? <laughs> <laughs> no way. <Yeah. laughs> they put like thirty pounds on me, and I was like, nah, this wow. is not gonna work. Wow, wow, 30 pounds. So they move you to receiver, and your redshirt freshman year, you 10, 11 games, you play receiver. But then who comes to you and says, or you didn't play receiver. You were you they were listed put, as a receiver. They put me behind a guy named Brent Still, who was a freshman, all, I don't mention All-American. All so they put me behind him. Yeah. They're like, yeah, well, when he leaves, you'll have your shine. And I'm like, it's a spread mm -hmm. offense. Right. I'm not going to play to my senior year. I'll never get drafted. Right. So, um but anyway, I stuck with it. My, my freshman year, I played, and uh, we were playing in the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, my hometown. I'm like, all right, cool. I can't wait to go down and score, throw right. my family, all that. So all week is going good. Game day comes, 30-yard line. Sean, you ready? Cool. I, I take two steps on the field. Coach puts it back, puts the still in. He scores in the family section. Oh. And I take my helmet off, sit the sidelines. Like, yo, I'm not, I'm not playing no more. I'm done. I'm not oh, getting on the man. bus. I'm staying here. It's over. Wow, coach got you with the horse. Oh, it was over. <laughs> only way I, I saw I go back is if I played defense. So you went from running back, changed your own position to receiver essentially, and then from receiver, you're like, yo, you got to put me on the other side of the ball. Yeah. That's how I was like, how do yeah. you get from the receiver to the cornerback position? Typically, we hear because the guys what? DBs are wide receivers that can't catch. Yeah, so, I was a baller. Right. Yeah. Well, we, well, we saw you have hands. Though. We six saw two, that. two fourteen in the Mountain West. Like, well, I'm yeah. it's the Mountain West. I'm yeah. I'm going to ball. So I'm like, right. It was meant to be. But right. you needed to get the reps. I need to get on, on the field. field. Right. Yeah. I, I'm I'm three and out. There was never no senior year. I'm out of here. So what's going through your mind? Where like, how are you targeting which position you want to try next? Because at some point, damn, you got to play something. Right? <laughs> it was crazy. Um, it's like, all right, Sean, uh, Coach Winningham. All right, you know what, Sean? I understand where you're coming from. You're frustrated. We put you at safety. So I'm like, cool, perfect. Safety. Me and the coach could like collide it. Like he wanted it to be. Yeah, it seems like that's a theme here. Line up here, step like this, because uh, he was a, a very good player at Utah at safety. So it, it was like I had to be like him. Right. I'm like, this is not going to work. Right. And then so he's like, you know what? This is your last stop is. Corner. This is it. I'm sorry. Because you ain't playing offensive line. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to be a cornerback. This is, I know what the receiver do to them. Right. Right. I, mean, right. I, I don't want to be on that end. <laughs> that yeah. Island. So what was that like? I mean, look, 
your height, like what was that like to go over to that side of the ball? And if you said that, you know what they do. Did it help you that you played receiver? Yeah. Well, for starters, I already knew the offense. So, okay. you know, you can't audible against me. You can't like. Yeah, practice. I'm, like, I'm, yeah, I'm chilling at practice. <laughs> I can't be always practice. the problem. That's always but, I mean, you know, problem. growing up, you go to the park. I mean, we always play one-on-ones and, you know, this park against that park. So, covering guys, kind of did that growing up a little bit. But yeah. the technique part of it was. A little hard to, to grasp, so they kind of put me at boundary corner, which kind of protects guys a little bit. You right. don't get slants and fades, really. Right. Yeah. Not in the right. slot. Yeah. Oh, man, oh, man. <laughs> Definitely not in the slot, right? And then, you know, of course, in college, you got the sh- really the true short side of the yeah. field, too. Mm, so you can really you know, a guy. You know, Seth, one thing about Sean that really stands out to me is, man, and we saw this in the lobby coming up. He's a big-ass <laughs> dude, man. Big fella. I mean, seriously, I don't think I've ever run up against a, a, a DB, a corner, that 6'3", 220. We had a safety in Lewis Oliver that was 6'2", 2-something. He's a big-ass dude. But he's dude. a big-ass dude. But I would never, he never lined up, you know, yeah. outside somewhere. He's right. like inside on the slide or something, man. And, you know, so I'm just like, that's just not normal. <laughs> and it's not fun for guys like myself. When he lined up against me downstairs before we came up to the set, I call, I want to call timeout, man, or go in motion. One of the two, Chill, man. man. I'm not dealing with dude <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? So how, how you know, think about that, man. When you start lining up at corner and you see these little guys, what was your strategy? What were, what were your ideas out there? I know the one thing I hated more than anything was for you to get your hands on me. You got long arms. You got speed, strength. That, that had to be that, well, that'd be fun sometimes. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it has it, it, its pros and cons. Obviously, my size, my, my, my length, my arms, it helped me out jamming. But uh, I had to study releases. Mm. Releases was key. Knowing which technique to use, some guys like the step kick, some guys like the motor out and give a little ground, some guys like the lunge across the line, and I, I learned that you can have all three. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, just like a pitcher, you just can't throw a fastball. You gotta have a curve, a change up, slider, all that. You know what I mean? So I had to, you know, watch a lot of film and see how guys move. Throw those small speed release guys. That's when it was, you know, because some guys line off like four yards off the ball. Right. This is cheating. You know what I mean? Running start on you. Canadian football. Almost like Canadian football. He's way back there, these little guys. I mean, just speed release, and they're just you know, four or three. It's, you know, I'm a, I'm a four, 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 five guy. These guys are just flying. So I have to, you know, learn on the fly how to, you know, deal with that. But uh, once, once I figured that out, you can handle guys. It was a wrap. That's it. Yeah. Man, I hate that. Wide receivers. One thing they don't want. Yeah. Don't touch his effort. Keep your hands off me. Man, Keep oh man. your hands off me. Yeah. So it's interesting. Do you think you became, because of the position switches and because of that, what you just discussed, that maybe you were more of a student of the game than you would have been if you had stayed at a position that was more comfortable? Like if you had stayed at receiver, do you think you would have worked as hard studying sure. your Sure. For sure. Yeah. This was happening regardless. I was getting up here. Got it. It was, you know what I mean? It was meant to be. Like I so said. I ain't going to class in high school, no. but this I will study. This is. Man, okay. hey, well, all right. we saw how smart he is. He yeah. just didn't apply himself in high school. Yeah. One of those type of kids, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That, that's really interesting to me that you studied it that Yeah, way. film study is that important, man. And that's, I mean, people don't talk about it as much as they should, but they think we go out there and line up on Sunday and play a game. The, the key the key is everything in that week before, man. Yeah. You know, learning a different – because every single week you got a, you got a badass receiver going against. Yeah. So you got to learn something new about some like big receiver that just wants to bully you, a quick receiver that wants to get off, or the speed guys want to – Take off. So what yeah, would you do if you lined up and Sean Smith, which there probably weren't a whole lot of Sean Smith. There were no I think Sean Smith. I read Smith, that yeah. you were like in the 99th percentile of corners and height and weight. about three of us. Yeah. Uh, me, Brandon Browner. Uh, Nabi Asma was the, the biggest name out. Big uh, tall guy. Um, I can't remember. 
There's another one. Yeah, there's, there's just aren't. I, I would say put him on Irv. You know, you need to put Irv on him. Like we can we match up wide receiver. Oh, to you DB? would want to do that. You <laughs> move the receivers around. But, what, but let's say it didn't if, happen. If Charles on this side, put Irv over there. What know? are you going to do? If he's in front of you. What are you going to do? What does what does uh, a guy with your skill set do when you see? Dude, that looks like that. On the I outside. hope it's a run play. <laughs> I hope it's a run play, man. Because I might, I might have to cut him. Yeah, so. Hey, you just outside release. Hey, no, don't look back. I'm not gonna look back. We I got you. I'll let you know. We're good. We're good. Yeah, run play. Yeah. Brother-in-law. Hey, run play the other way, know. man. All right. Because yeah, if not, I'm gonna have to push you into the pile. Right. right. I'm not going in there. So he made that clear when he wanted to get out from being yeah. a running back. Oh, right. He wasn't right. trying to get in the middle of all that. That's right. I love right. it. I love it. So. Corner worked out pretty well. You know, the vision was to get here. It worked out pretty well. 2008 season, you're all conference. You had five picks. Go to the Sugar Bowl. Kick Nick Saban's ass. You know, yeah. he was just left here. So mm-hmm. everybody in Miami was excited about you, including the aforementioned Bill Parcells, Jeff Ireland, Tony Sperano. And you get drafted in the second round. What was that like, knowing that all the focus was to get there? Talk about what that was like to get picked in the second round. Did you hope to go higher? Was it was it an exciting time? Um like, like you said, we came off an undefeated uh, season, just beat Alabama, and there were no cornerbacks really over six foot coming up. Yeah. I'm like, this is a good time to go now. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Because like yeah. I said, uh, big cornerbacks and folk were like the trend coming up. Like, you know, well, like, you told me it was three and out anyway. Yeah, well, for so, sure. Like, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> like, come on now, yeah, 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 yeah. You were going. No, this was happening, but I feel like if, it's like, like a sign. I'm undefeated. It's a time to go now. Yeah, got it. Yeah, I knew I was right. Like, yeah. um, I anticipated going like late first, early second. Yeah, you know, because there were a lot of uh, established quarterbacks. You know, had a nice career at quarterback in front of me. I only played a year and a half at quarterback, so I was like, all right, I, I get it. But you know, I thought it was gonna be an early run, and it wasn't. I think two went in the first round, Vontae mm. and uh, Malcolm Jenkins. And then you know, seeing my name just sitting there, guys getting picked, I'm just like, all right, at some point. And um, I had a draft party, at Dave Buses, and I'm just sitting there. Oh man. And, you know, time is ticking, and right. Aim was looking at you and whispering, and I'm just like, yeah, you know what, what? I'm just leaving now before it ends, and everybody pats me on the back and say it's okay. Um, so I start creeping out to the parking lot, and I get a phone call, like, hey, where you at? You know, Parcel says, you don't get on the phone in two minutes, he's not picking you. And I'm just sprinting through the mall, and I'm just, <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous, jumping over kids, and I finally make the phone call, and, you know, it was downhill from there, but it was crazy, stressful. Yeah, right. Wow, so you were on your way out. Yeah. I think Parcells is full of shit. If he was going to take you, he was going to take you. Yeah. yeah. Probably so. Absent or not. Yeah, yeah, cool dude. Make yeah I think so, for sure. So you mentioned one of the guys that was taken in the first round, and he was taken by the Dolphins, was Vontae yeah. Davis. So what was that like? You get drafted, and it's one, two, two corners. I mean, Juice has talked about, so in his class, he was the first round pick. Terry Kirby was drafted after him, and they were instantly roommates, yeah. and and great friends to this day. What was that like, man? Two cornerbacks taking one and two. Uh, it, it was dope. It was dope. Um, off back, it was Patrick Sertan and Sam Madison. So second coming. So that's, that's all you saw coming here. So I'm like, all right, cool. That means I'm going to get some playing time. Well, I was a little nervous at first because you already picked one. So I'm like, oh, I'll pick second. I'm not going to play time. But because when I got here, I'm like fifth string. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this sucks. Right. All right but what position can I play now? Yeah. I'm trying to you know what I mean? It's time for me to switch. Go back, go back and run back. Let me get up out of here. Um, but now, nah, you know, uh, Coach Bowles, man, one of the smartest coaches. I feel like this. He taught me how to play cornerback. Wow. Like, like I thought I knew some stuff, but I, I didn't know nothing until I got with him. And he started teaching me splits, alignments, and, and tendencies with offense coordinators. And this guy, would he would call out plays in practice, like, it was crazy. Like, how did you know? You know what I mean? So, 
um, just learn from him and uh, Will Allen, you know, mm-hmm. another vet that was here. Uh, that's worked hard, and I, I learned soon and early that you can't make mistakes up here twice. Right. You get one, you do it again, it's a cut. So, you know, it's got in the playbook, and when we have the depth chart. You sure did. Yeah. Yeah, real quick. You know, that's so funny you say that. We made the comment on our other podcast before about learning more at this level, you know, than we did in college from our coaches. Fascinating. I think everybody's pretty athletic and pretty good, yeah. but the, the little details are the ones that make you successful at this level. You know what I mean? And that's good to hear that from Coach Bowles, man. I have said the same thing about Coach Robert Ford. I didn't really know how to play receiver. I knew how to play it, but I learned how to play yeah. it under him. You know what I mean? And he talked about, so Juice talked about that he even learned really how to catch the ball in a way that he had never learned, which was shocking to me that you had to get to the NFL to truly learn how to catch the rock. That was, right. that was surprising, especially for a guy who's got pretty good hands. But, you know, um, I guess that's why those guys are coaching yeah. this level. It's crazy. I got up here and couldn't catch the ball, so. Right. <laughs> yeah, wow, the truth comes out. <laughs> you, really you don't really do no ball drills up here on defense. Right. 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 Maybe a couple W drills, and they would, I mean, you get up here, it's, you know, it's, you're on your own. Right. So you got to pull a guy, get the juggle. Juggle the yeah. Like, yeah. So you're really a professor. You're on your own. Hey, we coach you, and then we go home. So, yeah, it was crazy. You know, Seth mentioned a little earlier, um, Vontae, you guys come in one and two, and uh, I know you and Vontae kicked it. And, uh, <laughs> taking it from a guy that kicked it myself. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys kick it a little too much at times, you think? I had to have set the record for the most late tardiness <laughs> out of the rookie in NFL history. Had to. The record. The, you know what? Not just the Dolphins. If it wasn't record. for Coach Brano, you know, rest in peace, I, I for sure would have been outside the league. Easily. Once a week, for sure. Right. For wow. sure. Why? What? I mean, I mean, why? I know. It's, I know. Why? Yeah. <laughs> I think you know why, dude. Why? <laughs> or should I say where? Man? I mean, where? Man, just... South Beach is hard to get away from. You know, I, I just came from Utah. Yeah, I right. came from Utah, man. You give me a little money, you put me in Miami. What do you want from me? Okay, went down there. One I mean, day. just to show up on time, I guess yeah. it's all they're asking. <laughs> Those alarms, man. Those alarms. <laughs> Clubs don't close down there. They do not. They don't. They're trying to now. They're trying. They, yeah, but I know it's gonna work. Not in 2009. <laughs> man, it was it was tough. Yeah, I looked him dead in his eyes. Like, coach, I'm sorry. I promise you, I will never bleed again. Oh, oh how man. many times? The next day, and I'm just late. Like, it was crazy. And then, like, he had his office like dim and dark, and you know what I mean. He's like, move the light coming in, and he just knew he was in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Who's like the Don said, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Godfather. Yeah, that's what Kendall told us about that too. I'm telling you, yeah, but Kendall's excuse was he was trapped in an elevator. Oh. You know, like it was verified though. That was verified. Yeah. I mean, I guess it could have been an elevator. At least you came real, like yo, a couple times it was. <laughs> But who is it? Oh my God! That's they're crazy. here, <laughs> feeling that sun on your face in the morning uh, again. Did again. you tell him that you still were on, like you know, um, California West time? Coast time? That I had no excuse. Yeah, well, it was six yeah. or seven times. Yeah, sure. So you said you set the record, but I feel like Vante. Oh no, 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 no! It, it, it was funny because it was a lot of times where I'll come in late and I'll be in the locker room like, what, what am I tell coach? And you see him walk in. I'm like, oh, this is great. Hey, buddy. That's why you guys got along so well. Oh, man. That's you too, huh? Oh, that's, that is funny, man. Yeah. We always, I always now. hit, I hit behind Danny coming in. If we were running late, I, I hide behind Danny, and they usually didn't yell at him. So if you hide long enough, but you how go. How often was Dan late? Well, you know, he'd just be in the locker room fucking around. You know what I mean? Gotcha. And so he'd walk in at the, at the minute afterwards. He was never really late, late. Like, he wasn't pulling the driveway late. Yeah. Like some other dudes, man, is running, you know. Yeah. yeah he wasn't that late. But if he walks in a meeting a little bit late, 
Like walking right behind, right behind Dan, and you think you're good. Yeah, sneaking behind Dan. Although, who's he hiding behind? He's gonna have to go behind. Yeah, like, this tall you ass. Know, he's gonna have to get a big ass Randy line. Stark yeah. somebody. <laughs> <laughs> sneaking behind Big Randy. So let's talk about that rookie year. Once he finally did get to the meetings, in that meeting room, man, you got a Hall of Famer in JT. You got Joey Porter. We just talked about Randy Stark. Channing Crowder, Jeremiah Bell. What was it like coming? No, no disrespect to Utah, because obviously you guys had a squad. You went undefeated, and I will say again, kick the shit out of Nick Saban. You like that? Um, like, yeah, I, I did time. like that. One more time. I, yeah, one, I, you one know time. what? That he kicked the shit out of Nick Saban. Is that well? It's not. I, I can say it to the camera. It's not going to get used. No. But um, <laughs> what was it like getting in the locker room with those guys, that group of veterans? I wanted to fit in so bad. Like I would do whatever they wanted to do, hang around the guys. Like I said, I you know these are. Guys, you watch on TV, you play the right. video games with. Like, I know him. It's like I get to hang out with him and just be friends with him. It was yeah. like, you know, it was, it was cool. So much experience and veteran leadership and, I mean, priceless. You know, you, you can't put a word on it. And it's something that the kids don't have today. You know, vets are like six and in now. Right. Now you're a vet versus when I came in, you're 10 plus. You know what I mean? So, it's a good point. Yeah, people to, to learn from. Um, and with the guys you just named, man, I couldn't. Name a better crew. Was there anybody that stood out that you really, whether it was something specifically, you talked about what Coach Bowles taught you and, and how to break down the cornerback position, but was there anybody that just had anything specific about being a professional, whether it was what they said to you or just watching how they... You're, you remind me of YB. YB yeah. was a, shh, came in, worked, yeah. quiet, did his job. He did two words. Brain, not at all, man. Just, just worked his butt off, man. Coaches are always giving praise, and I was like, you know what? One day when I grow up, I'll be like that guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and I bet he was at the meeting by the time you got there. Yeah. Been there like, for a minute too. He, he would always <laughs> go ahead, come yeah. to the side. And, Did he? Yeah, yeah get on me That's a little great. bit. That's great to hear. Dude, I look, I think about that team, man. I think about a few teams, man. But I see that defense, and those guys on it, man. I'm always like, damn, we had a squad. Yeah, we, we had a squad a couple Yo, of years. I keep I keep saying that over and over again, man. It's like, damn, we had a team there. We just always seem to. You know, not get where we need to be, man. And that's yeah. one of those defenses. Well, we're talking about the defensive side yeah. of the ball there, so I don't know what was going on on the other side. Probably the same thing was going on in the end of my career. A whole bunch of nothing. You know what I mean? A whole yeah. bunch of three and outs and having a pissed off defense. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pissed off defense? But yeah, but then you think about it, tell me you're playing for coaches that didn't mind sometimes that, you know, defense is going to win and force at the end. You right. know, we'll, you know we'll, we'll play field position, yeah, you know, yeah, things that. like that. We never had really at some point, and we will talk about it a little bit, an offensive mind and head coach for a while. There. Right. Everybody's thinking defense, defense, defense. And really didn't pay a lot of attention to, to the offense, you know? Yeah, fair. I mean, is that kind of how you felt? Uh, exactly what it was. Yeah. You yeah. Know, defense first. Like, you know, kind of. yeah, and you think about it for me, like, you know, I go from Shula and then I've got Jimmy Johnson, two completely different head coaches, both Hall of Famers, of course, you know, but different ways, different philosophies. You know, and I had one step for, you know, for a cup of coffee. But you think about what what you had, you know, with, with Toronto and, and Parcells, kind of the same idea, you know, play tough, you know, defensive-minded, you know, we'll win it at the end, maybe kick a couple field goals, love, love your coach. But then you go to Joe Philbin. <laughs> Talk about how that transition was different from what you were that was crazy. used to was it going to Joe. So, Philbin came in, and we're like, okay, all right, um, I'm thinking offensive-minded coach. Yeah. All right, we'll probably get some points on the board, you know, defense, step it up, do what we got to do. Um, I forgot who our defensive coordinator is. Oh, Coach Coyle. Coach Coyle, who was me and Vontae into the office, day one, rips into us, just shreds us. Speaking of Vontae, we know how that situation worked for Vontae. Yeah. Right at the end of the day. Yeah, but yeah, yeah so go ahead, though. 
just destroys us, tells us how we're not that good, we're mediocre, and it's it was crazy. I'm like, yo, oh, he's like, yo, we will trade you in a heartbeat if we can. So me and Vasi, we, we need to uh, leave the meeting. We're like, where's this guy? Like, who do you right. think he is? Who do you think he's talking to? So uh, whatever, we're not paying no mind. And um, as those you know, first few weeks going on, we're just riding this like, like hard. I remember that I had like three picks in practice, and I'm walking off, and Coach Coyle pulls me to the side and just goes off like face after red. After three picks, after three picks, just shredding me, talking about I'm nowhere as good as a uh, uh, Leon Hall and. Like, who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? Like, what? So I'm like, all right, but again, this is my contract year. So I'm like, you know what? I'll just take it. I'm going to say, yes, sir, no, sir. So nod my head, shake his hand, and walk away. I'm just like, oh, this guy right here. And once he got rid of Vontae, I was like, oh, they're serious. <laughs> they are serious. I'm like, whatever y'all want me to do, I'll do it. Right, right, right. Oh, you want I'm not going to put heads over here. <laughs> so I'm, that was just crazy, man. It was an organization where I think Core was the first time D coordinator. Try to come in a little bit too hard and tough on yeah. guys. Like, yeah, you know, it sounds like yeah. Yeah, give that that college approach. I felt like um, it was just a bad mixture for the guys. You know, because around around then they start weeding out vets, where like you weren't seeing eight, nine, ten plus. You know what I mean? So they were trying to get rid of like I thought the league overall, everybody was doing it. So mm. right, you know, you didn't have nobody to look up to for you know advice. Like, hey, how do I handle this? Yeah, you know what I mean. Was, I'm That's the your first coaching change, right? At yeah. that point, yeah. So you know. I'm like the best at this point. You have guys who are asking me questions. Yep. Like, I don't know. Shit, shit, shit. Hey, I'm trying to get paid around here. <laughs> so, um, yeah. that was crazy, man. So, it's interesting also, because you're talking about the defensive coordinator, and the question was about Philbin. It's obviously, it's the whole regime. Did you even have, how much interaction did you have with the head coach, or was he strictly focused on the offensive side of the ball? He, he barely even talked to guys at all. He didn't probably even say two words. He could walk right by him in the hallway. It was like one of those relationships. Wow. Oh, wow. You know, it was like, well, I'm not gonna say hi to you. You gonna say hi to me? Like right. you can't look in my eye when yeah. we walking by each other. That sounds so. healthy, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'm sure meetings were enlightening. Team meeting had to be like, no, no it was nothing. I mean, this guy's a, it, was, it, it was weird. I, he, I don't know. But he did try at some point, right? Did he try to like go on stage and perform and do things? Uh, he tried. That right? had to been after I left. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> he was. I only heard about the, the as we're sitting here with note cards, the post game speeches with the with the note cards. I'd heard about those. I don't know who was writing on those notes. Well, we heard. I Maybe heard I do know. I, I know. I know. I know some. I heard some rumors. Yeah, so. for sure. Anyhow. So yeah. Anyhow. So <laughs> you get through that season, and then you do become a free agent, and Kansas City, uh, right? You go to Kansas City, spend a few years there, a couple years in Oakland. And I know we're joking and having fun, and not to shift the mood, and I, I don't even know how much you want to get into this, but but uh, a life event happens. <laughs> a life event. Yeah. Right. You know. And. Um, <laughs> And it changes, right? It changes everything. Yeah, it it's changes everything. Um, again, you know, I, you're, you're chuckling about it. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm almost uncomfortable <laughs> asking the question. But you know, had to deal with the legal system and everything else. And yeah. do you want to talk about that? Is that something? That, oh my! Man. So I, I, <laughs> I, guess <the> <laughs> I guess the next question is what? What happened? Um, we went out uh, in Pasadena. Um, my couple, of my friends. You're back home. Back home. Fourth July weekend, um, I'm doing off-season training out there, and uh, I had a workout in the morning. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to the club. We can just go downtown, uh, restaurant. We can eat and drink there. And my house is like five minutes away. So like, cool, friends. And um, my cousin says, hey, your sister wants to come with her boyfriend. So I'm like, all right, bring him. Whatever. I'll meet the guy. No problem. So you know, the whole night. So you just meet me. I just met the guy. Time. I just okay. met the guy. So we out. We sitting side by side. We laughing. You know what I mean? They're drinking. Like I said, I have a workout in the morning at 6:30. Like I'm not about to 
go too hard now. So we're doing that, and then uh, my sister and her boyfriend kind of get into it. So you know, and I, I kind of look around, hey, you guys handle it. You know what I mean? I I, I don't want to deal with this. You know, um, but then start escalating, escalating. I'm like, you know what? Let me step in. So I kind of step in. You know, separated the two. But they kept going off, going off. And then some pushing and shoving. Oh. Um, one thing led to another. You know, he clocks her, right? Oh, wow. Drops her. So and I, I'm, and as I'm picking her up, like, oh, shit. I get hit in the back of the head. Mm. It's me. So now we're fighting. We're getting on. I just beat the crap out of the guy, right? So I leave. And I'm going to the car. And then it's like, um, it's a lot going on. Adrenaline. I mean, I haven't been fighting years. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, so, it's your sister. Yeah. yeah. It, it's just, do, do we just stop for a second? Yeah. Well, how big was this dude that would try you? He was his, a, hit your sister in front of your big ass. He, man. Was, he was about 6'1", 230. Okay, like, so he's he feeling himself a little yeah, bit. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. I mean, okay. you know, so my friend pulled me off, and then um, it's at an uh, intersection, and I kind of go around the corner, and I'm like, damn, with my sister, I, like, you guys didn't pick her up. Like, you guys didn't grab her. So you got to go back around. And he's laying there, he's just still talking crap. You know what I mean? And I added on a few little extra, and someone saw that. And so that happened, which I regret, man. I should have never went back at all. And in the state of California, you know, you hit a guy when he's down, that's mandatory jail time. You know what I mean? So had to do uh, six months in L.A. County. Well, And what is that, you know, You've reached the pinnacle of your career, your dream, your whole life. You've spent nine years in the league, and then like that, everything changes. What What's going through your mind as you're sitting there, you're serving time? Hate. Yeah. I'm hating everybody at this point. Like I just signed with Oakland. I'm I'm doing good right now. Right. And, and back it. home, right? Yeah. You did everything you can. Now you're you're. I'm living a good life. Yeah. And now I'm waking up here. It's like a dream that just won't go away. Like nightmare. I mean. Go to sleep, have a good dream, wake up behind bars. It's just crazy. I'm just hating everybody. I'm blaming everybody. <sighs> then you kind of settle in. It's like, you know what? It's my fault. It's my fault. I can only blame myself. As much as I'm mad at everybody else, I can only blame myself. And then uh, you learn to adjust yeah. while you're in there. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Man, that's, that's, that's powerful stuff. Man. Yeah, man. And, and so, yeah, that whole idea of taking ownership of it. And you said you spent six months. I think it was a one-year sentence. Yeah. So, so clearly well, you did everything you were supposed to do. Well, a, a year in county jail is six months. Okay. Got it. Each day is worth two. Got okay. It. And then, Oh, wow. And so then when you come out, like, do you have a new outlook on life? Like, how, how, how much has changed at that point? I'm not drinking around nobody that I don't know. Right? Yeah. I, I cut my circle all the way off. Yeah. Don't yeah. invite your friends around me. Don't, hey, he's cool. No, he's not cool. I don't hang around him. None. If I don't know you, I don't need to be around you. I don't need you drunk around me because I don't want to be in this situation. Because you know, you get out. Now I'm on probation. It seems like I, I've, I've never gotten in trouble my whole life. Right. But now I feel like I find myself in situations all the time now, and I'm like, <laughs> man. Oh, man. Well, you know what? Let's let's, let's fast forward now, yeah. Big Seth. Yeah, for sure. You know, let's talk about what Sean Smith's up to now. And, you know, we had Big Kendall Langford on the other day, and he's talking about how he's coaching out there, a little pop one in football. But you also understand that you're out there as well. Coaching kids, coaching your son, you know, I mean, these athletes. You talk about how influential Coach Bowles was in teaching you the game. Talk about how you feel about out there being able to help these kids learn the game and the professional athletes at that level. A 10 year old? Yeah. That's got to be something special for them, man. Talk about that a little bit. It, it is, it is, because you, you see it early. Some guys can have it. 
say, you know, he's got a little something special in him. And um, to see him take what you teach him, and then for him to go out there and do it, like, you know, yeah. I'd never want to be a coach a day in my life. Me either, man. I'm, I'm, with, you, man. I'm with you on that. Are you coaching? I'm coaching now. <laughs> not even your own kid. No, my kid's not even on the team. <laughs> it's, it's, it's cool, man. You, you, I didn't think I, I would get that same enjoyment from coaching as I did playing, but I was wrong. Really? Yeah, man. It's fun going out seeing them, especially little kids, man. They're going out there and just causing havoc and balling, making plays, and having my own son, you know, who I didn't force or none of that to play football. I didn't kind of let him do his own thing. You know, whenever you're ready, you're ready. But now nah, he's ready and he's out there and he wants to do this and be great and score and we get sacks. And he's like, all right, little dude. And he is scoring. Yeah, he is, man. He's out there. He's tugging. So what, what position are you coaching out there? Just defense in general or just certain? I'm I mean, do you have your DBs uh, impressed? <laughs> you know, they're putting their hands on people. What's going on out there? I'm out there hecking, uh, helping out with the secondary and a little bit with the linebackers. Makes sense. That's, that's awesome. And your son is playing linebacker yeah, yeah, yeah. and fullback. So I'm teaching him all the little hand movements and stuff like that. So that's and cool. he's eating it up. I know yeah. he is because oh, I yeah. see him. And so, you know, we talked about, Juice, when Kendall was here, where thank goodness that Kendall is coaching. Thank goodness you're coaching because I coached in I-9 football, <laughs> Kendall's son and Santana Smith. That, their first exposure to the sport was with this guy. <laughs> thank goodness they set. still want to play. <laughs> Give him all the credit right here. No, I'm taking no credit. I mean, I, I thank goodness I didn't derail them from what ended up being a great career. But, you know, his, his Santana from day one, he didn't huddle. He said, Coach, give me the ball. I'm going to score. He told me that from like every time I said, I got it. You know, it was I-9. I, I got to get some other people involved. Bit, huh? But now I see him at the park because my daughter cheers there. And he scored twice in the game. I was at one. And just, but he's on the sidelines and he's yelling to, at the other, at the older kids. Yeah. And he's, and, and then at the coaching game, he was so proud of his dad. <laughs> my dad played in the NFL. He's going to dominate. My dad played in the NFL. That's got to be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, and it's crazy. I, I never really liked when people, I was weird. I don't like when people kind of like talk me up out in public, whether it be my friends or family, like, hey, it's my, right. my, it's my, my, my brother, my cousin Sean, he played like, hey, chill out. Like, don't, don't tell nobody. Like, if, if they don't know, don't tell nobody. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm low key like that. I like being in the crowd and normal. You know what I mean? But when he does it, it's like, hey, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's all. You know, it's kid. so funny with my son. Especially my youngest, he acts like, you know, I didn't play. But then I hear from his friends, like, you played in the NFL? Like, yeah. what, where'd you hear that from? When your son said, but in yeah. front of me, he's like, nah, he doesn't give me any pride. <laughs> it's terrible. But there's got to be a sense of pride when yeah. that gets yeah. back to you, right? I'd imagine. Yeah. Good thing for YouTube, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, look at well, some videos. I mean, it's black and white, uh, but still, <laughs> it comes out pretty good. I know? bet he likes that 100-yard return that you yeah. had in Kansas City. And that was a funny play, man. I'm admitting now, I was actually beat. Like, <laughs> Stevie Johnson has hands down the best releases I've ever seen in my life. And, like, he crossed me over so viciously that I kind of fell into the window of the slant. The next one coming. I was like, I love it. It happens that way sometimes. You know, Seth, you mentioned the coaches flag football. How the hell did you get in the coaches flag football? Yeah, you say you don't want people to know that you play. There's a bunch of dudes that look like me out there. And the cheerleading coaches. And then... Six foot three, two hundred twenty pounds, Sean Smith. Well, the the twelve U squad, I guess, had a couple athletes over there, so they were baking on me. Well, we have Sean Smith, you know what I mean? So I'm like, hey, I'm not playing. And then their faces <laughs> dropped, like, like no, hell. You have to play. You have to play. You have to play. And I'm just like, nah, I'm cool. I'm just chilling. And they forced me. Then my son comes up and he's begging me, and then his teammates. And I'm just like, 
all right, I'm thinking it's gonna be 50 yards and in, nice and easy. I love to see cleats play around. No, we're going 100 yards. It's like the whole field, dude. 11, 11. It's it's a serious. I'm sweating the heart. <laughs> it was funny to see you get your stance, man, against these guys that like have no chance. I seen. Chance. I just saw that stance. You did see man. that stance. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's intimidating, man. It's intimidating. That's for damn sure. Yeah, it's a big dude. It's a big dude. But it was funny because you kind of just killed, and then something clicked, and you're like, nah. And then the one it's, time it's, it's hard, rock, Seth, as you know. Once you get started, man, it's hard to be chill out there, man. Yeah. You well, know? he was chill until that chill one time. <laughs> I was like, all right, I don't want to lose. All right, right. You know what? Let's score. All right. <laughs> <Get the> ball. <laughs> so he went the whole field. And they had, you know, they were chasing him around. It looked like a bunch of little kids. <laughs> it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. So I have one last question for you. We're going back to your Dolphin days. I told you we did reach out to a few guys. I couldn't get a whole lot of good stuff from you. I, you know, I reached out to all of you. Yep. Nah, Sean's a cool guy. Yep. Kendall wouldn't give me anything, but I think he's like, no, nah, that's that's my guy. <laughs> right. I'm like, yeah, you know what that means. That shit's all under wraps. Uh, <laughs> but I, I did reach out to D-Best. He said, no, nah, Sean's a cool dude, man. He's a cool dude. He said, but in practice, every time I come up to the line, he's like, hey, D-Best, take it easy on this one. Take it easy on this one. Don't be cooking me like you're cooking everybody else. D-Best was another one. Another one. Release Great guy. Release yeah. Release was A1. Yeah. I, I could never touch him. And he's like, but but five, right. six, yeah. like, <laughs> I could, four, eight, like, I slow, small guy, and I could never touch him. Like, yeah. not one hand on him. It was just, you just had to get beat bad. And that's when I knew I had to learn technique. Right. You know what I mean? You can't just come up and just stick an arm out there. Like, no, some guys actually really do this. Right. You know what I mean? Professionally. Right. And they have motions and cut splits where you can't press cut split. So now I got to back up. Right. I never played off coverage. What am I doing out here? There's a lot going on up here. So yeah. uh, it was definitely a learning experience, but, you know, I, I hated going against D-Best. I hated yeah. it. That's what he said. In a very nice way, he said, he said, you know, hey, tell him I said what's up. But he said, I do remember. He said, his exact words were, don't come out here cooking me like you cooking Stall me out, man. Right. <laughs> right, right. I love hearing, though, for me, you know, this is probably old hat for you, but the, I, I'm fascinated by the attention to detail and the um, the commitment to your craft. It wasn't like, let me just show up and dominate. Right. You said that it was, you recognized where you needed to learn these things that you didn't know before. I think that's really, really cool. And what a great opportunity for these young kids that you're coaching to have somebody that cared that much about, um, yeah, again, just attention to the detail things, and commitment yeah. to craft. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, the game is chess, it's not checkers. Yeah. And great receiver. I'm not playing against him. I'm playing against offensive coordinator. Mm. You do what he tells you to do. So if I already know what he's thinking, you can't beat me. Right. You line up bottom of the numbers, he's running out. I don't care how good of a route runner you are, none of that. I already know your route. You can't beat me. I don't care how fast you are, how quick you are. It's, you're irrelevant. Right. The only time me and you have to face each other is when I press. Because right. now it's your skill set. Other than that, you line up wherever your OC puts you. So once I start learning OC names and his tendencies, what he likes to do on first and second down and on third and long, he likes to do this. It doesn't really matter who you are. You know what I mean? So once I learned that from Coach Bowles, and it, it was a wrap. So, like, it, it helped me a lot because I was never the most athletically gifted. I mean, I wasn't, you know, the fastest. I was just a big cornerback. Yeah. Maybe the biggest. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it helped with press, but when you have to play off, you know, I, again, I've never really played off in college. So, you know, I had to learn, you know, back to weave and splits and, and stems. You know, right. when a guy inside release, most time it's inside route. Some guys that do the inside release out. You know, I mean, you have to learn when did that come. Right. You know I mean? So it all depends on the offense corner, and that's one thing I learned a lot. Yeah. So your thoughts on that, Juice? Yeah, I mean, it's facts. Render it irrelevant? Yeah, I'm going to tell you, man. It's <laughs> all about tendencies are, are key, man. It really is. And so you try to disguise as much as you can as an offensive guy. Yep. Try to be somewhere in between, 
you know, and then a lot of times it's self-scouting. Mm. You know, if I line up right here and I'm going out on it like he's talking about, I got to figure out a way to trick him a little bit. Yeah. You know, but my kid, like I told him earlier, just put me in motion, man. And then I'll that's stop tough. all that. Man. That's tough. I'll stop that all is, that. Yeah. Put me in sure. motion. I can get to whatever position I want. He got to back off and I can have whatever route I want to run. I hate it because I'm motion. <laughs> <laughs> flanker or motion? Same oh, difference. He said, he said some flanker was four yards in the backfield. It's like, uh, <laughs> Reggie Wayne did that a lot. At the X. And, and got away with it. He got away with it. He was supposed it, it to be on the ball, but he, he I still remember complaining on one night, Monday night football. I'm complaining <laughs> to the referee, like, yo, he has to come up. Like, I'm pressing from four. It was crazy. <laughs> Yeah, how's he getting away with that? Is Peyton having a conversation? It had to be. It yeah. had to be. Peyton, I think Peyton's having a little pregame meeting that's with terrible. the that's, that's probably what that is. Well, great stuff, oh, man. man. I appreciate you. Uh, again, like I told Kendall, now if I see you at the park, you know, you can just walk right by me. You don't have to, <laughs> you the, duck, you don't have to duck me. You don't have to duck me, <laughs> You don't have to duck me anymore. But uh, it was awesome to have you in here, man. And, and I appreciate you being really open uh, about a lot of things. And, um, yeah, man, this is great having you. Love you, too. Hey, thanks for diving in, Sean. No problem, man. You're now diving into the fish tank. Sitting down with Seth Living, Seth. OJ, Juice, man, ooh, and this is strictly for them true fans, yeah. dog fans, number one, one, of course, y'all, this ain't no ordinary sports talk. Dive up in that fish tank. Go get your aqua orange, yeah, it's time to dive up in that fish tank. It's only legendary talking when you dive up in that fish tank. Rocking with OJ and Seth when you dive up in that fish tank. Celebrate big or cry hard. Leave it all on the field. We gon' try hard. Old school, a new school. Mix it in. Feeling like we up close when we listening. Dolphins tales. In Miami is the deep end. We vibing with our favorite players. No secret. We get with Seth and McDuffie. Bringing up stories we never heard to the public. Bet we love it. Dolphins fans never budget. We loyal to the team. Whether happy or we upset. We be like, what's next? Don't switch the subject. You know it's all about the fans. And if you ready for that water time to dive in. Don't switch the subject. You know it's all about the fans. And if you down with Dolphins Nation, time to dive in. Don't switch the subject. You know it's all about the fans. You looking at that fish tank. It's time to dive in. Fish tank. Go get your aqua orange, yeah, it's time to dive up in that fish tank. It's only legendary talking when you dive up in that fish tank. Rapping with OJ and Seth, time to dive up in that fish tank. Don't ever add a tool, you better dive up in that fish tank.